o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We'll have Mike Schaefer in for the entire 7 o'clock hour today, talking all things Nebraska recruiting, football, and more. How are you today? Fine. How's the the coffee from Bagels and Joe? Good. Good. Thank you, Bagels and Joe. Yes, keeping you caffeinated at all times. Yeah, frazzled. Frazzled. Why are you frazzled? Because I was uh, scrambling this morning. I had to get up and take a shower because of what I have to do after the show. Um... I don't have time to languish. Why did you shower last night? Uh, got home a little late from Big Red Kino. Um, it, it, it takes five minutes to shower. You know, it does. You're right. That's, I, I shower at nighttime now. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for years I have. I don't. I don't want to shower before a six a.m. show. So yeah, yeah. It does. It puts you in scramble mode. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So there you go. There it is. Very, very mundane talk No there. other talk, though. Not just, yeah. just shower talk now. Yeah, it's getting a little warmer, though, isn't it? You can feel it. Yeah. It, did feel, <laughs> it did feel nice this morning out there compared yeah. to Siberia of the last two days. Yeah. 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 But I thought yesterday was not that bad when the sun's shining and the wind's not blowing as hard. Oh, wait, here we are. Here we are. Here we here are. We what do you go. got news? You got news. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I got news. This, this is not Nebraska news. I, I th- You love... You love... The world of, of broadcasters, right? Yeah. TV, of college football, NFL broadcasters. Yeah. What, yeah. I got news for you. This is from okay. yesterday. I'm, I'm interested. Ready for this? Yeah. This is per several sources out there. Okay. Uh, Troy Aikman, Fox Sports with Joe Buck, is uh, finalizing a deal to leave Fox and become the main analyst for Monday Night Football on ESPN. Whoa. That's big. The deal... Is expected to be for five years worth around $17.5 million per season. ESPN could also end up trying to pry Joe Buck away from Fox. That would be great. Because the current setup is? Uh, Well, you've got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Fox. I know, but on Monday night. Oh, Monday night, you got uh, you got the the awful broadcast of Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Riddick. Yeah, it needed to be upgraded. It needs to say Monday Night Football again, like it did yeah. back in the day. And and Chris, who we haven't heard from lately, um, Chris, uh, John, and I'm just starting to name all the old guys now. Um, we, I mean, it used to be. Howard Cosell, Dandy Don Meredith, um, uh, who was the quarter, old Giants quarterback? Can't they? It's, it's, somebody will text us pretty quick with that same with that same group. Yeah. Um, anyway, and it shouted, "This is big! This is Monday Night Football!" They wear their yellow sport coats with ABC on it, and it was big. It was a big production. And then some for some reason, the NFL kind of lost that. You know, it just it kind of became Monday Night Football, just sort of faded into the woodwork. Yeah, but didn't you think that at least with Tariko and John Gruden, it was a good broadcast? I know, I know, it wasn't 
what you said. It was not yeah, the Cosell days of. It's, but except I'm not a big. I think Tariko's a golf golf commentator. Yeah, but with Gruden he was good though. Gruden's good. Gruden's with Gruden, good. he was great. But it, it was but bad this, with Sean McDonough, and then Tariko was better than Sean McDonough. Yeah. Because no. you could tell that Gruden hated Sean McDonough. Yeah. Those two hated each other. Yeah. Well, Sean didn't hate John. Right. John wonder why John didn't Sean like him. McDonough. I wonder what happened there. I just think, well, that was after Tariko left. So Tariq, it was Tariko first with, with uh, Gruden, then Tariko left, and then Gruden went one year with Sean McDonough and said, this guy sucks, uh, he needs to leave or I'm going to leave. And then he went to the Raiders. Well, uh, McDonough went back to college football. Long story short, this would be a major, major development. Frank if, Gifford, by the way, as you're thinking about. Thank you, Frank Gifford. God, our tech. Thank you. Who do texters, the whole, a lot, several texters. Right. Several. Frank Gifford. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was Frank Gifford, Dandy Don Meredith, and the and the incomparable Howard Cosell, and it was it was big. Now this would be like kind of like that. If it was Aikman and Buck, because Buck and Aikman shouts big time. I mean, when it's when it's Buck and Aikman on your screen, it's like okay, yeah, this is serious Americana unfolding before our eyes right now, right? That's, yeah, that's what they say. Man, that's a good move. That's a great move. Whoa, that's a one seventeen and a half million dollars yeah, per worth season. It. It's worth it. They're worth it. Those guys are both worth it. See, but that that is that is the reason get why Buck get Buck in this. Get Buck, not Tarico. No, no, no. Well, no. I didn't say I, I didn't say Tarico was joining. I just said that Monday Night Football was at least better when he had Tarico and Gruden. Tarico is he's not, not these part. I'm, I'm he's not in the conversation. Don't don't think that I'm including okay. Tarico in this. Okay. I was bringing up that he was better than what it was with Brian with Levy, Greasy, and Riddick. Right now, I it guess. would it would be Joe Buck. I'm sorry, it would be Troy Aikman and potentially. Joe Buck from Fox joining him. I'd love to see on them, Monday Night Football. Yeah, I would love to see them finalize the Buck piece. Now that's where I'm coming from. Uh, John Moyne says regarding Monday Night Football losing its luster, as yeah. you said. That's he says Sunday Night Football took over when Monday Night Football moved to ESPN and off network TV. It lost its luster. It, there is, there is John no. Is right. I am told. I am, there's no doubt that Monday Night Football has certainly over the last decade, right? Yeah, plus decade plus. Has lost its steam of what it used to be, but that's because every day now has football. And Thursday night football became right. a thing. Sunday was not just you know noon and three. But they did nighttime games and everything. So it, there's just every day has games. Now there's some Saturday games later in the season, right. in December. Right. So where no, you're right. There's it's great for viewers who like to watch football every day they can, but it does it does water down what used to be. A fantastic thing, and I, I still think it'll be watered down. Like I don't know if, yeah, if Buck not as and Aikman fix Monday Night Football. Not, it won't be like it was in the seventies and eighties, but it, it'll it'll be big, bigger. It'll be bigger with those two guys. Wow, that's great news. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm. I like the Buck Aikman team a lot. But but doesn't that tell you though that kind of money? Why why potentially and he's not he's not doing it yet? But Sean McVay might leave coaching yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not getting anywhere anywhere near. No. Seventeen and a half million dollars no, per he, season. You get a ten million dollar raise, probably if that. And, and, he, and this is a much easier job. You, I mean, yeah. you got to you got to obviously do research and, and prepare oh, for the games. But you don't have to go get a team fired up and worry about roster issues. Well, and, and, and what's NFL? I mean, if he goes five hundred, he's losing. If he goes, if he has eight bad broadcasts, he's he's not losing his job necessarily. No. no. If if he goes eight and nine with the Rams, he's probably losing his job, right? Probably so. But and not and nowhere near the money he'd get it 
in the broadcast world. So I get why Sean McVay might be tempted to do something like that. I do too. Maybe he'll make a a leap to Fox now. This leaves a a big hole for Fox. Who are they going to get to to fill Buck and Aikman's spot? I don't know how that works. I mean, Nance Nance and Romo will still be on CBS. Okay, so if you're ranking the teams, it's Buck, Aikman, Nance, Romo. Buck, Aikman, Mm. number one. Nance Romo number two because we've established that Romo's lost some steam. But but where do you put it? Michaels and, and Collinsworth in that conversation. Three, and I would almost say a distant. Three. I put them almost ahead of Nance Romo. No, I wouldn't because because my no no. Collins, Romo talks too much. Romo Romo talks way I mean, is too it, much. Is that the pot calling the kettle black a little bit. <laughs> 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 It's it's odd for me to hear you (laughs) saying that someone talks too much. I'm just saying. Fine. I can deal with it. Uh, Brian says, why not not Kevin Kugler at Fox? That'd be great. He's already at Fox. Okay, now wait a second. Wait a second. If I'm I'm Kugler's agent, aren't you working that pretty hard? Move into that? Who would be his sidekick? I was going to say side piece. That wouldn't sound the best. No. Um, who, who would be his side man? I, I wonder if, if Charles Davis would do something like that. Charles Davis would be good. He's really good. At the yeah. Role. I love Charles Davis. Yeah. Charles Davis and Kevin Kugler would be pretty good. Oh, man. That, that's, you're just walking into a rough situation, though, there, because you're it's Buck Aikman. Yeah. How do you remember? Now it's those Kugler are big Davis. shoes to fill. And, and yeah. I know that Joe Buck has a love hate. You know, people either love him or either hate. I love Joe Buck. How do you hate him? I'm on the love side. Why is it? I don't like people think he hate. They hate. He, uh, he's not excited enough or something like that. He's or a, that he was just given the job because his dad was a broadcaster and he uh, he walked into this. And uh, the, the way Joe Buck handled the World Series, the the the, the Cubs Cleveland series, which was a little crazy, right? There's crazy stuff that happened. Yes, yeah, it, he handled it marvelously. That's what I was always struck by with Buck. How cool he is. Super cool, yeah. wouldn't you agree? Super cool. Yeah, Joe Buck. Yeah, Joe Buck. Cool under pressure. I've always thought he. Yeah, he does get excited. It's just not in the overly over the top Gus Johnson type. You know, it's it's not gonna, ever going to be Gus Johnson screaming and yelling uh, when Joe Buck does. But but when the moment is big, he will he will get excited. Yeah, he, he does. does get going. It's yeah. not Pat Summerall who. You would never know if somebody scored a touchdown or just was sacked or was just got a third and two, you know? You would never know. Joe Buck, you can tell. Yep. I'm glad that you feel the same way about Joe Buck that I do. I do. I feel like you do. Pete Frampton. Uh, (laughs) Did you get that that Wet blanket. No, wet blanket says. Do you feel like I do? Peter Frampton. I don't know every song in the history of man. I know most songs. I know most songs. I'm but I don't have, you don't know that one. I don't know all Harrison, the songs. do you know that song? Peter Fro- yeah, That would be a good song. How about this take from somebody? I will stop watching Monday Night Football if Joe Buck is working it. I hate that guy. He's horrible. See, I don't get the hate to that texture. Tell me why. Yeah, I, Because we need I need to know. This is like, The hatred of Joe Buck is like the hatred of Nickelback. It's just cool to do it. It's just okay. It's just something that okay. you're supposed to do okay. as society. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. We both said in this right. show, we don't mind Nickelback. I don't mind Nickelback. Laugh at us all you want. Yeah, nothing. If, no- if I'm supposed to hate Nickelback, I don't do it. Yeah, I'll hear a Nickelback song, and I'm like, this is really good. Then I'll no, think, there, there why? Are not all of them. Some why, of them why do people don't like this band? Harrison's like just shaking his head. What you, what's wrong with you guys? Nickelback's all right. He knows it. He's fine. I, I got a good beat on Harrison. He's very reasonable. 
He's from Hardington. Uh, the the people say are, are concerned that Joe Buck might not go because he does baseball at Fox. Oh. As you said, he's the big baseball guy. Are they, they going to put him on baseball at ESPN? I don't know. I don't know. No idea. They could. He's worth. A, is he worth seventeen point five? He's probably worth more than that. <laughs> you think he's worth more than than Troy Aikman? Yeah. I mean, this that's the voice. You're talking about the guy who calls the action, not not just the color guy. All right. Like I, I'm pretty sure that Nance does not make as much as Robo. I don't know what Nance makes. I know at one point years ago he was making seven mil a year for sure. his duties with. Golf, NFL, college basketball. This was years ago, though. Mm-hmm. So I assume that salary has gone up quite a bit in the last 15 years since that since I read that report. Exciting news in sports to this morning. The possibility of Buck, <clears throat> uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman doing Monday Night Football is exciting news in this world. That is one thing that moves my needle. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Chris from the Baldwin shop is well, on the hotline. Four six four five six eight five. I'm serious about that, <laughs> Chris. We're not in seventh grade. All right, just, all right. We're not what, in seventh the grade. Way you said it made me laugh. That's all I'm saying. We're not in seventh grade, right. but some of us are are stuck there permanently still. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Hey, good morning, Steve. There you are. I, I just thought you gave up on us. No, oh, oh, gosh, no, you guys, no, no way, you know, you know, sometimes I I get the urge, Steve Jake, to call in about basketball, but, you know, that, uh, the comment line, I let the guys that that know a little bit more about that uh, talk, and it's very interesting, also very sad what's happening with our program, but, you know, Steve Jake, it's kind of funny, the, the first thing, I saw on the news this morning wasn't about Russia invading the Ukraine. It was about uh, 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 Troy Aikman. You know, and, uh, yeah, that pushed the Ukraine thing to the to the back burner there. But uh, anyway, hey, Steve Jake, I got a I got a little story. Uh, okay. My freshman year at Kearney State, that would have been the fall of 1970. Okay, I uh, that that was the first. <laughs> year of Monday Night Football. Whoa. Now, Whoa. I had a, I somehow, Steve, Jake, talked my mom into letting me take out a 19-inch black and white TV for the dorm room out there. Nice and uh, it looked, though, you know, it had the rabbit ears and all that stuff. But at the, when Monday Night Football came on, now, the first game, I remember, okay. the Cleveland Browns were playing, but I don't know who they were playing. I forget who they were playing. I want to say that either the New York Giants or the New York Jets, but I'm not sure on that. But I do want to tell you guys, the announcer for that game was Keith Jackson. Whoa. Whoa. Really? A, Keith Jackson was young, on Monday yeah. Night Football that first year, but I do not know how many years after that he stayed. I don't think it was very long. I don't think, uh, Steve Jake, it was very long. And I don't know if his ki- sidekicks was, I think Frank Gifford was there, the old the old USC end and New York Giant wide receiver or flanker. And uh, uh, I don't know if Don Meredith had retired yet or not. But, you know, through the 70s there, oh. Steve, if you remember, Jake, you wouldn't, they went through a lot of colored, color people they they had uh, Alex Karras on for a while yes they had uh, after Don Meredith left they had Alex Karras they had 
Buddy Williamson on for a while. I even think they tried O.J. Simpson. They absolutely had O.J. Simpson, and he was good. He was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. They you had know, O.J. You know, O.J. was always OJ well was good. spoken and, yeah. and come across very well as a people person. But, uh, but anyway, guys, hey, listen, I thought I would share that with you. And uh, we're all listening up there at the Baldwin shop. And, and uh, uh, Jake, we got two more cold days, and then I think by the weekend it's going to warm up for us. Okay, oh, thank, thank you, you. Chris. What thank you. Okay, take that. care, guys. Great right. job. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you to Chris from the Baldwin shop on 33rd and Huntington or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, just north of Huntington. Right, right there, yeah. Um, on Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you it's for West Baldwin Street. What? It's Baldwin Street. Baldwin Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just north of Huntington. <laughs> Let's not make this harder than yeah, it yeah. is. Come on, man. Thirty third and Baldwin. On. Um, hey, thank you for the O.J. Simpson memory, Jake. He was legitimately good on as a as a commentator, as an analyst. Legitimately good, big time, big time good. Oh, those were the days. How'd you feel about the days of, of Dennis Miller in the booth? Not good. <laughs> that was bizarre. Not good. Wasn't that a bizarre time? Yes. It, they, that was that was forced. That, yeah, well, it was forced. That was it, forced. Was, it was strange. Yeah, it was forced. forced. I was younger, and I still thought, this is, this guy is weird. Yeah, it, it was forced. He wasn't funny. I mean, it was... No, he was just, it just trying didn't to work. Funny. It wasn't funny at all. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. It just fell flat. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it happens to See, our show about three times a week. This is, this is why I started off with this, because this, these... Two people, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, are very polarizing. People either love them or they hate them. And there's a is lot Aikman, of people coming in on this. Is Aikman? The text line is a waterfall right now. He's like Costanza. There's a lot of people coming in on this. Oh. Sometimes I feel like George Costanza. Like my life is George. Yeah. Now, listen, what are. Okay. Are you telling me that Aikman's polarizing? I don't think quite as much as Joe Buck. Right. Why Maybe. would Aikman be polarizing? Uh, is my level of awareness low? No, I don't I, answer I'm that. Curi- yeah, I'm curious in general. I don't. I don't think Troy Aikman gets a lot of pushback from he's re- society. He, I think he's remarkable. I think he's a remarkable analyst. I mean, I, I just he's solid. He's just a solid dude, and obviously he knows football. And obviously he's well prepared. Obviously he's ready to go. Buck, same way. Man, those guys just shout big time, big time. This is big time broadcast. Here we are. It it just pulls you to the TV because you think this is important, even if it's a, if it's a relatively unimportant game. It feels important when those guys are doing it. They bring back the importance of Monday Night Football. They not all of it. You can't bring back all of it because of what you alluded to, saturation. Yep, um, big time saturation. But this this at this will add a lot of steam to Monday Night Football. A lot of it. Um, Fat Phil says, I am fine with Joe Buck. I don't love or hate him, but he's not enough to get me to watch even with Aikman. If the NFL really wanted to get me to watch, then they should allow flex scheduling for Monday nights. Going back to ABC would also help. Hmm. Flex scheduling. It means, yeah, you can if make, make, make the game. You know, if sometimes there's a bad game scheduled there, like if it's a, a matchup that was scheduled before the season, mm-hmm. but ends up being by the end of the season like a, a 
two bad teams, you don't want that. It doesn't help the ratings out. There, there was a game this year with like two horrible teams. It's, it was pointless. Why? Who's watching Giants and and you know football team was, who are bad yeah. at that time? Yeah. Why? You know, no one's watching that. So if you want to, you know, create flex scheduling, then the problem with that is that people are buying tickets for Sunday. Though you can't just move a game from Sunday to Monday the week before it happens mm-hmm. or two weeks before. There's already been plans made and flights booked. Gotcha. So can't really do that. Broadcast teams, yeah, I'm always interested in that. I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a a topic that that really gets people going. Right. In 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 the college realm, I'm still big big on Herbie. Herb Street and Aikman to me are sort of like the same type of in the same type of realm. So who's the other big time college football analyst that I'm missing? Who who is analyst? It? Yeah. Uh, well, you got on uh, Gary Danielson on CBS. Good, strong, very strong. Wow, strong. SEC title game, Danielson and whoever it is, really good. Brad Nestler, yeah, probably. Right? I don't is that know. Right? I don't know who the hell I think it was. With Brad Nestler, but but he's strong. Who? Come on, come on. Who who's the who's Herb Street's direct competition with on ESPN? Yeah, yeah, or just no any anywhere. If if, if oh well, you got Joe Clatt and Gus Johnson. Yeah, Clatt's really good. God, Joe Clatt's really good. Yeah, Clatt's really good. Not Herb. He's not Herb Street, but he's really good. Yeah, yeah, Herbie's great. Glatt's great. Those guys are great. Wow. Yeah, they're, they the, the 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 networks generally do a good job of getting the right guys. Charles Davis is really good. Too. Charles Davis is excellent. Yeah, if he was on the, point, if he became Fox's number one analyst, I think they'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Now he's still not going to be the same aura as uh, Troy Aikman in no. terms of people. Aura. Yeah, right? Aikman has aura. Right. It's, it's aura there, yeah. right? There's, yeah. just, it's just not, good, there's not that. Good word. That's what you're looking for. For some reason, Aikman has it. it it's a probably it's a combination of factors that lead to it. A, a man's aura, but but he, you know, fact he was quarterback for America's team helps him. Um, Won Super Bowls, several Super yeah, Bowls with yeah. America's team. Yeah, the fact he's got a kind of a serious way about him. He's ser- he's a serious guy. He doesn't try to be funny, right? He, does he ever try to be funny? Aikman? Yeah. Ugh. Not really. Very, very yeah, rarely. Right. Very rarely. You know what you're getting. So he's very, very he just and he's a football guy. Like he, everything about him says football, right? He's not here to jack around and, and talk right. about something else. Right. He's he's here about talk about the game and anything. With it. This is fun. I'd like to hear what Vince and Napa says. I told you that people care. I'd like this. to hear what Vince and Napa says. Well, he likes this let's stuff. Let's get to it. Uh, Vince in Napa, California is on the hotline. Go ahead, Vince. You're on early break. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Doing well, great. better now that you're on the line. Yeah, we got you and Chris going this morning. That's a good thing. Well, 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 well I guess you know it's a big morning when uh, Baldwin Shop Chris calls and when, that, when, when Napa, California calls. Now we just need Highway 77, Derek. I'll be here, I'm sure, soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, okay, what do you, yeah. what's your feeling on this, Vince? Well, I mean, I, I mean, you definitely hit on a couple of points that are relevant because, you know, uh, because one thing about Monday Night Football, I mean, it's lost its luster because, uh, you know, the saturation – point that you made is uh is very relevant and and also you know as far as not having some as far as having some poor quality games i think that's more of a reflection of nfl parody because you know there's games that because you know in the 1980s and to a lesser extent the 90s you could pencil in two teams before the season that you knew were going to be a good game 
And far more often than not, it would turn out that way, whereas, you know, the past several years with increased parity, that hasn't been the case. And as a result, two teams that you thought were going to be good didn't turn out to be good. But, you know, unfortunately, nothing can be done about that. I mean, the flex scheduling sounds good, but, Jake, to your yep. point, you know, logistics don't make that possible. Doesn't make sense. So as a result, so as a result you have to get two guys that, you know, really – that, that, it, that you know it sounds like, okay, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, mm-hmm. okay, you know that's a big game. Yeah. Whereas um, somehow Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, Brian Greasy, nothing against those guys no. personally, but it doesn't scream big. It doesn't scream must-see TV. So, um, and, and I remember Monday night because, you know, one way I, that I became, a, you know, really became a football fan was, you know, in the early, in the, in the early 80s when the 49ers first started getting good. Okay. I got, you know, I became a 49er fan because of my dad and my, my older brother. And I actually remember going to a few Monday night games, and that was when they were in their heyday. And, Whoa. you know, there was, Whoa. I mean, my Lord. Whoa. I mean, some Whoa. of those Monday night games, just being there in person as Whoa. a kid, it was just like, dear Lord. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, guys, Man, anyhow, yes. I'm going to give you my Mount Rushmore of play-by-play and color commentate. <laughs> I was this, waiting for this. This, this, is, this is what I need this morning, this, Vince, more than anything. Okay, Vince's well, anyhow, Mount Rushmore. Okay, now, this is, this is regardless of sport. This isn't just limited to football. Okay. Although some of these guys did football as well. How many guys are on Mount Rushmore, by the way? Is that five? Four. 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 Here's my Mount Rushmore play-by-play guys. Regardless of sport, I'm going to go with Al Michaels. Okay. Keith Jackson. Okay. Dick Enberg and Vince Scully. That's pretty pretty tough to beat. It's pretty tough. That's a good Mount Rushmore. That's a good Mount Rushmore. Maybe you could chisel a fifth on there somehow. No, no, there's no fifth chisel. Well, we, 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 we can arrange that. Now, here's my Mount Rushmore color commentators. Yeah, oh, color again. commentators. Oh, we're doing <laughs> okay. Two Mount Rushmore. Okay. Okay. Okay, now. Honey, we're going now, to see the other Mount, Mount Rushmore, Rushmore today. Mount Rushmore of color commentators. Ain't no Mount Rushmore of color commentators without John Madden, so yep. I'm going to start there. Yeah, Correct. chisel him Correct. in. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I would also put Hank Stram on Mike Mount Rushmore. Okay, and Hank Stram. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Are we going Hank Stram? I'm put on my personal Mount Rushmore. Yeah, a lot of people are going to show up to your Mount Rushmore and go, "Who's that guy? <laughs> Heck, is that dude?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, who's that? Well, guy? they're probably. Well, the next two. Well, one of the next two guys are probably going to say the same thing. Okay. Now, I'm going to veer away from football for just a moment. Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, my Mount Rushmore. Now, my other two are Bill Raftery and oh, Joe Garagiola. Oh wow! Yeah, you are the you man. Got, you got to have Raft. You Raft are the is man. A must. Yeah, Absolutely. you are the man for Joe Garagiola too. There's a lot of old guys well, listening to our show right yeah. now, going, "Yeah, bring it." Vince? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, well, and not to mention, there's people from, you know, much younger generations that are going to look at me and say, what? Who's Joe Caracciola? Yeah, he was great. Baseball, former catcher for the Reds. Oh, yeah. Reds and I believe a few other teams as well. But, um, but you know, that's it. I mean, I actually, right I actually did this list on Facebook, and you gave me a reason to bring it on the air this morning. All right, Vince. Well, All right, Vince. Thanks, thanks for – Put it out there for hey, us. Hey, Vince, thank you for your Mount Rushmores. 
All right. Well, as well as they say, well, as they say, as they say in the old airplane movie, which I brought up earlier. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak simple. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Fitz. <laughs> He's laughing at his own joke. I think I'm. A, I got a new nickname for Vince. What's that? Big Chisel. Big Chisel. <laughs> He's got two Rushmores. <laughs> My second Mount Rushmore. My second Mount Where's Rushmore. that one at? Wait is that still in South Dakota? Or that's somewhere the else? point of this whole thing is just to have one nice one. <laughs> Start building them. My second this is, Mount Rushmore. This is like this is like having this is like having Stonehenge in Europe and having Carhenge in Alliance. You guys go across the country for the second Mount Rushmore. It really threw me for a loop when he said in my second Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs) He said you can't have two. (laughs) Hey, there's no rules, man. You got your own Mount Rushmore. All right, that was fun. That was fun. Thank you for all the texts and calls during our Troy Aikman Joe Buck discussion. God, that was a great discussion. Who replaces him at Fox if if they both lean? Hmm. That's the big question. That's the big question. We'll have more next early break in the ticket.